Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Did anything you saw last night, either from Trump or on the debate stage, Mm. did it in any way sway you in any direction? No. And I tweeted that out last (laughs) night about three quarters of the way through or midway through the thing or whatever it was. Yeah. And I would say the majority of people are in the camp you are in, which is totally predictable because the RNC has bungled this thing so badly that when you don't have the ability to contrast yourself with the person you're chasing, like it's one thing if, hey, everybody starts from a neutral position and boy, we can see who we like the best. But there's a guy who's already three quarters of the way through the race Mm -hmm. and he's not even participating. So you can't contrast yourself to him. And then there's so many of these ding-dongs up on the debate stage that they can't even really hardly contrast themselves with each other. It's like the most Trump-friendly thing that could have possibly happened. Who were you most impressed with last night? Uh, on the debate stage. Uh, Don't say yourself. <laughs> uh, look, I, none. I mean, there wasn't, there's nothing I heard, though, that, that that's going to wow me or change me or whatever. Like, none of them have any... None of them have any big ideas that I say, wow, that's transformational that might actually help America get its footing back on track. You had, there is such a, I use the term pathological liar on this show all the time, but you saw it on full display last night. You've got Tim Scott on stage lamenting federal spending. And then when he gets asked about, hey, Palski, mm-hmm. how about that $8 trillion you voted to approve printing? Well, that was COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no proof that any of that money that you guys printed did anything other than, well, we had a story, we're not going to get to it today, that there's like another billion dollars of fraud that's being pursued by prosecutors related to, to abuse of COVID money. $836 yes. million to be exact. And we've done tons of stories about this. There's no proof that any of that, but yet when it's something that he approved of, well, that was just a, bah. and you got Mike Pence, who there was never a bloated deficit laden budget under George W. Bush funding the ill-begotten war, sending other people's kids to go fight and die that he didn't approve of, and yet he stands up there acting like he's some sort of the b- Budget Balance Control Act. How how much cringe was it when Mike Pence was talking about his successes in Indiana yeah. as governor? You know, he conveniently left off, and I know we don't have time to get into story hour, but I'll just throw this one out there as a little <laughs> maybe we'll call it a palate cleanser, Casey, yeah. uh, because people in Pence land listen, so uh, we'll be getting into this one hopefully sometime here in the near future. Uh, when he was talking about his time in Indiana, you know, he conveniently left off how when he was governor, he appointed someone to be state auditor, totally didn't vet the person. State party, the guy he had appointed to be the state party chair, totally didn't vet the person. They then didn't like the guy after they found out some stuff after they appointed him and then bullied him into resigning, strong armed him into resigning in the state house. And then after he resigned, Mike Pence went out and looked at the entire state in the eye in the meeting and goes, I have no idea why he resigned. You'd have to ask him. 
That's who Mike Pence is. The dude is a pathological liar. 2% Pence, he seemed very frustrated last night, and it was palatable. Uh, but By the way, soon, soon, Casey, we are going to tell that whole story of exactly what happened with what I just described to you in a whole lot of detail. And I dare Mike Pence or anybody associated with him to challenge me on anything that I will tell our audience about what happened. I also felt like Chris Christie was full of vengeance and grievances and spite. That's the way he came across. It was about an hour into the debate when they started talking about Donald Trump. And what did Brett Baer say? Let's talk about the elephant that's not in the room, which kind of got some booze. But it was Vivek who said that he believes Trump was the best president of the 21st century. You raise your hand supporting. No, I'd like to yeah. get in and respond. Let's just speak the truth, okay? President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. It's a fact. And Chris Christie, honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible if your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man. And if people at home want to see a bunch of blindly bashing Donald Trump without an iota of vision for this country. They could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. But I'm not running for president of MSNBC. I am running for president of the United States. We're skating on thin ice and we cannot set a precedent where the party in power uses police force to indict its political opponents. It is wrong. We have to end the weaponization of justice in this country.